It's Monday. It's your girl Candy K. And your boy Shawtan Shaw. And you know what time it is. It's six o'clock, so it's time to pull up. Every Monday here on DFWIRadio.com, we talk sports, hip hop, news. We don't talk about you, we just talk about the facts. So this is a show for people by the people. We are back. Episode two, season three. It's my shirt. And we are talking. You know, I thought we were going to talk football. I was going to go in order. We were talking um, Dallas violence um, and some entertainment stuff. So instead of just talking football, I do want to talk about what's going on. Plus, I'm having a crazy hair day. Yeah. Did you say yeah? I don't know. But yeah. But you wasn't supposed to agree to that because my hair like didn't curl. Sure, my curl hair didn't curl at yeah, all fair. this morning. So... It is what it is sometimes with natural hair. Yeah. But, um, so I do want to... What'd you say? Nothing. You know what? I don't like you. I don't like you. Don't make me clone you today. So, I do want to talk about a few things. Let's start with... ABFL. Let's start with the importance of, like, every once in a while, you guys know, we have to give you some power to the people, some information. And the violence in Dallas, Texas is, like, on a different level. But people are on a different level. So last night I was like on uh, Facebook and they were talking about what happened at Bob Knight at the Fieldhouse. Yeah. Sorry, B. And I was like, okay. And then they were like, it was a mother and a father type situation where the parents got into it. And I'm like, okay, over there, that's typical. But then I was advised that it was like the mama came up in there and and got her and her sisters like jumped on the daddy because the little boy wasn't playing basketball. Now, this is what I heard. I haven't seen any official reports, but this is what I heard from very reliable source. What's good, Nick Nagy? And I, you ever be at a loss of words? Yeah. Because you're just trying to really figure it all out. Like, I'm trying to. So the, so the, the baby mama brought her sisters and they jumped on the daddy. Because the little boy wasn't playing. So but if he would hit them back, he would have been the bad guy. Well, I don't know if he hit them back, tossed somebody. I mean, if two or three people jump on you, eventually you're going to hit somebody. You got to hit like, somebody. That's just human nature. If you jump on my back and then somebody start punching me, now you fighting. Up, your man? back is against the wall and you got to fight for your life because you, you just don't know and you can't be taking them licks like that. I mean, nah, I so, really did. From my understanding, the mama went and got a gun yeah. and came back and shot him. All of this was about him, not the kid not playing because the kid had been in trouble. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to seem like I don't like women because I do. I do. And I yes, want to ma'am. be a voice that encourages black women, definitely minority women, to get our shit together. Mm-hmm. Right? And I don't do a lot of cussing. But listen, if your kid was playing basketball, it don't matter what it was. If his daddy put him on a bench, his daddy put him on a bench. Yeah. You 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 acting up so about your baby him mad, getting on your the baby, bench. Your baby mama mad about you putting your child on the bench because you was you you were showing them how you were holding them accountable. That's what it sounds like to me. But do it really matter why he was on the bench? It don't. Because I'd have been put on the bench by my daddy. How about you? Multiple times. And I hadn't been in trouble at school. It's just because he ain't like X, Y, Z, what I did. Somebody else needed to play. Uh, Yeah, usually he didn't like what I did. That's called good culture. Right, because you have to sit on the bench. And your kid has to be the example that if other people screw up, you're going to sit. If I'm coaching and my child, because this is usually how parents who coach, coach. My child makes a mistake. I don't say none of them, but somebody else's child make a mistake, I yell at them. A good coach is going to hold their child accountable first. I, I can't, you know what? I said this earlier. In the black community, our biggest problem is nobody wants to be held accountable. But we want to hold everybody else accountable. 
You did this, you did that. Now flip it. You did this, you did that. I don't want to talk about it. What? Accountability. Accountability might be the biggest problem for us. So here's the thing. Yes, and we're talking literally from kids who daddy put them on the bench in like multiple yeah, sports. Like, <laughs> like facts, bro. Like, and we was like my the daddy best kids coach, on the team. My like, daddy didn't even coach football and he would tell Fred to put me on the bench yeah, if I made a mistake. Yeah, That's so, how they operate. Yeah, so it was like, but but for me, y'all, I just really say we're in a state of high anxiety. Um, dealing in, in customer service with people, I just realized people are always on the edge. And you're like, what the hell? I don't even know what you're talking about. And then when you said, and you're just like, we've got to calm down. We've literally got to take a step back and relax, breathe, do yoga, exercise, eat differently. It has got to be in the food that everybody is on a level 10 because some of these things that are happening you just can't make this up. Like it's just there's I'm, just I'm, nothing that explains. I'm telling you, like why you know working in a restaurant, you day in day out process. People will come in as soon as they walk through the door, they expect to be greeted, taken care of. Well, we don't have a host, all right. So we don't have a host. So we got to come greet you, then go back to our other tables, take to goes, answer answer the phone. Answer to goes to come in, answer to goes on the phone, take care of Uber Eats, watch five food, run our food. Like, I done told you 95 different things, and I haven't talked to my tables yet what I get paid to do. And the customers want you to just run to them. No, it's not my fault that, you know, we got our management. Like, that's what people don't realize. Y'all always want to talk to corporate about this. Talk to corporate about what's going on within the restaurant or within the store. But they're not going to do that. Right. You never, you always want to get somebody fired. But that's the reason you don't why never you're wanna, short You don't staff. never want a solution. You want to fire somebody. But that's why, there's, that's why you're waiting. And, that, and that's why I say about the high anxiety. Like, here's the reality of the situation. The people who work for the company, just that like DM, you work for a that company. That DMW sports group is messy. You, don't, you don't have the ability to make those decisions. You see what I'm saying? I work for a company like you work for a company. You yeah. don't like the things that go on in your company. But like you said, instead of calling and saying, hey, every time I come into your location, you're always short-staffed. You want to say, well, I was waiting for 27 minutes, and so-and-so, I didn't like the attitude. Well, you were waiting for 27 minutes because they are short-staffed. Yeah. Put it back on the entity that makes the money and not the person that's the middleman. And that's why I say about the anxiety, which triggers the behavior, right? Yeah. So you come in here complaining. You on 97. It's a management issue. And now you want, me, sports, you want me to jump up, move, and do what you said do, right? It ain't happening. So I just, I say that to say this happened at Bob Knight. Come on. Because now you, a mama who got an issue that did this to your son's father that's was having surgery of some sort today, mm-hmm. and you about to go to court. You see what I'm saying? Like, you, you just you screw up the dynamics, you know, and we do talk about sports, and we are. This is a sports-related, like, mothers, we talked about this before, know your place also in sports. If you don't really understand what it is that you're supposed to be doing, sometimes you need to fall back and, and learn the process. I just feel like it's, it's, a, it's a respect thing. Like, and again, it's just a respect thing. If you know you don't know much about sports, why are you jumping on this man because... His son not playing. If he coach, you think he want his child to play? Every father want their child to be good, and that's why he coaching. You know what I'm saying? Like for the opportunity for his but, child. But how can he? How can he show? It? The one thing women have to realize also: your son see how you act, and your son 
is gonna treat women that same way. So if, if your son always seeing somebody pop off, he ain't gonna deal with no woman popping off. He gonna smack her. Now your child beats women, you know. But you gotta think about that. Women don't that that that's my don't worry about it. That's my baby. I mm, I want to keep my comment to myself. And I'm not. Isn't nobody said all black women. It's just the ones who act like that. Okay, when I talk about people, I'm talking about Pacific people, and that what gets me with folks. Folks always, well, you know, if you a black woman that go to work, take care of your kids, and you raising your kids to be upstanding citizens in, in the community, you not talking to me. You don't got no need to worry about nothing I'm talking about. Okay, but if you let your kids run the streets, beat up on people, rob people, come home, my baby ain't do that. The gun in the house, y'all planted that on my baby. The money in the house. Y'all, y'all made my baby do it. Now everybody fought but chores because you ain't been saying nothing to your child. And but you what, don't want to take responsibility because now accountability. Because it goes back to what people want to personalize everything. You've made it about you. So if if your son, if you have to admit that your son is bad, that you have to admit that you're a bad parent. And that's what people don't like to realize. Because guess what, people? We human. We gonna be bad at something. Yeah. We are all sucky at something that we got an area in life where we need to do better. And it's just. The reality of the situation, and I have that conversation because as we move into the second story, another shooting in the Metroplex took place last night. Mm-hmm. Um, former Carter Cowboys standout and Texas Tech great Hall of Famer Andre Emmett. I thought he went to Carter. Andre Emmett was gunned down RIP. last night as well. And so, you know, when you, like I said, you, I start dealing with anxiety-driven people at 8 o'clock in the morning. You scroll through your timeline thinking you're going to take a break, and that's all I see. Yeah. Pictures of Andre. Pictures, yeah. pictures with all my Shout friends. Shout out to Marcus Marcus. Yeah, pictures with my friends with Andre Emmett because he was a classmate. Or we all played on that basketball circuit together, people don't understand. Yeah. Dallas is small. So when you're on that circuit, you're on the circuit with the same people. And you know, or he people like who went the, to school with him. He, like, like one of the, he like one of the first major names out the city. You know what I'm saying? Like the, that, Not to say that. In so, the 2000 era. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, we had Tony Bettini back in the gap. Yeah. But in that area, Andre Emmett was big for the Donald slogan you know what i'm saying so you you knew it him and you and you, you remember he went to texas tech and all that so it was when i when i seen i was word. scoring the big three this year i mean just it's so many you know and and then so now you calling and then you know like like i said you know people who are like dealing with death already this year like tough and these they partners and then you know it's like a hit so it's one thing to know people. It's another thing to be friends with people and hang out with people and see these pictures. You know, you got these pictures with these people or you just saw them. So it's a very challenging situation. And like you said, he was one of the, you know. He for the in, in my, like when we graduate, that's all they talk about. Like, yeah, Andre, Emmett, Andre you know what I'm saying? It was, it was Lightfoot and Emmett and it was just certain people that had been on that circuit that you knew they were going to do something with their Before Bosch. You know yeah, it was Bosch. drafted before Horton, before. Yeah. Um, Bracey Wright well, and, it was, it, it was uh, Williams. That's, yeah, so that's what you were talking about. Like he was the, the city. He was a city transition before the rest of them started. You started seeing Dallas. Like you, you feel like that, Dallas really, be on again. Dallas really wasn't getting respected. I, I say not respected, but like not major mention late 90s when it comes to sports. But as you know, time came on, we, we again, the Metroplex, like just our little region, the mm-hmm. Duncanville, the Soto City here, the look because even though everybody from the cliff, y'all touch us. You know, I, nothing against the cliff, 
But you touch see the hill, Duckville, the Soto. Mind my business, you know. Y- y'all really touch us. Y'all be all in City Hill now. Yeah, everybody. I remember y'all used to talk about City Hill. Y'all be all in the shopping center and at the IHOPs. Eating and Razzles. Hey. Uh, City Hill, that's the suburbs. Y'all nobody want to be in the like, suburbs. Now y'all hang in the suburbs. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's, it's just like I said, it's a tough situation. You know, so... Uh, rest in rest in love, Andre Emmett. Yeah, you know, to his family, to his kids. Heard he had a new child. To his friends, you know, this is a different. This is going to be difficult and yeah. challenging, and the process is not going to get easier. And everybody going to want to know what happened, and they're going to be calling for the what happens and the updates. And all the time, people who asking what happened don't really care. So I don't really shout out, know what shout out you know what to you know shout out and, and it, it broke on TMZ. TMZ broke the story. I saw the TMZ link after I had already called and asked because one of my really really close friends had posted it, and some of our other really close friends went to Carter over there with them. So you know, much love and respect to the Texas Tech family, to the Carter High family, class of two thousand. Because when you take losses like that, I'm speaking from experience, they are difficult, yeah. and people will be like, "Oh, it gets better." You be 20 years later just thinking about those moments. So, you know, rest in peace, Andre Emmett. All his family, we praying for you. So, that's, that, that was all in sure. Dallas. Me, don't quote me, but I don't think that's the same. I don't think Andre Emmett was the same person who got, that happened at the field house. I don't think it's No, the, it's not Andre Emmett person. was killed over in Dallas, and they're actually looking for a, a Chrysler 300. Yeah. Um, Dallas police is. There was a witness. There were two black men that approached him. Dallas, there was an argument. He was actually going away from them. So when they pulled out the gun, he was going away from the situation, per what the news reports say mm-hmm. at this point. So if I have any additional information, I will keep you updated. But it is a sad day in the city. Big facts. Um, on that. So, so since we're talking about the city, let's just go transition to what you know they want to talk about. With the Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? <laughs> No, that's all they want to talk about. That's all they want. How about the Cowboys? The Cowboys starting the season out three and zero, three and zero. Cowboys ain't took a loss yet. You want to know why? I'm gonna take because y'all drop videos every week talking about the Cowboys. No, I'm not Country Wayne, but I'm gonna be there one day. Jason Witten, the genius, is what they gonna tell you. They gonna tell you that the Cowboys are three and zero because Jason Witten, the genius. That is what. The Cowboy fans who don't like Dak Prescott. So that's what we got to say. I don't hate the Cowboys. Do they like Dak, Dak Prescott while they winning? Nah. It's not him. It's 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 it's, it's Kelly Moore. Kelly Moore is a genius. What? Kelly Moore is a genius. What? And all I got to do is hand out the Z. You know what I'm saying? That is that is that is the perception of Dak Prescott at this point. Because they got to steal. He had a, he got sacked and he threw a pick. They going to find a way to well, knock football, what he did. He's going to get sacked and he's going to throw a pick. That's just the reality of the situation in the offensive line doing what they do. Every once in a while, they're going to get beat. That's no. that's football. You know, check the fact the stat sheets. Tom Brady's about the only person not getting sacked at this point. I'm just, and that's because they the referees are saying don't touch Tom I'm just telling you what, at this point. I'm just telling you what the – and he don't like them. He what? don't like them. The referees? No, no he don't, Tom Brady don't like them. Tom Brady in real life got a problem with the refs. Because he's a cheater. <laughs> We're back to – I mean – Let's. I mean, literally, Patriot, New Patriots England fans, Patriots fans gonna say they don't cheat. New England Patriots are cheaters. Tom Brady has a problem with the referees because he is a cheater. They gonna say he don't cheat, man. Okay, they've they've been caught cheating several times, and and the cheating scandals with them are not over because they're cheaters. And since we talking Patriots, the team the Cowboys they're undefeated beat, as well. But now the team the Cowboys beating their division. They going zero and sixteen. The Dolphins. I'm, I'm calling it right now. 
They offensive coordinator got to be fired if they don't score 20 points by week four. Because I've seen coaches get fired for less. Have they scored at all in this season? They got 16 points on the season. Okay. Oh, that's not a lot in three games. And you done gave up over 150. Like, you, you know what, what you say? 16 with? points. Before the season started, before the season started, there was there was words that the players on the team wanted to be traded. Then they were like, right. that wasn't true. I understand why. Well, I understand we go why back to now. management and ownership. Don't I tell you that all the time? Josh Allen, I believe. Lou, Lou, usually when there's an issue, it's what? Management. management. Yeah. And so they didn't want out. Jarvis, Jarvis Landry got – they want out for a reason. And we're starting to see – because you were banking on Tannehill. Tannehill got hurt. We tried. Um, who else? Who's the quarterback there now? Ryan Fitzpatrick was the quarterback. But he wanted out, didn't he? No, 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 no. That's Fitzpatrick Mika. He okay. played corner. He from there Alabama. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was the quarterback, but they pulled him for Josh Rosen. He went to UCLA, but he but the Cardinals traded him out. Like, we got Kyler Murray. You can go. Yeah. You can go. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, okay, first of all, if you're six foot four, because you say – I, I don't like the black quarterback. I don't like the quarterback to six foot four, blonde hair, blue eyes, and they think he's our world. So don't say I don't like the black quarterback. I don't like the black quarterback who don't put in the time and the work. I don't like the black man that don't want to be held accountable. Like what Vic said, when I first was here, I was just coming in and showing up. Vic said, once he went to the Eagles, that's the quarterback I want to see. Because as a black man, you can't be half ass. Right? Josh Rosen has proven nothing. He's going to still get a job. You want to know why? Six foot four, big arm. They think he's super intelligent. Same reason that Cole McCoy is still in the NFL somewhere. He ain't same, six foot four. Same reason. He ain't same six foot four. Reason that all the rest of these backups that are coming off the bench because quarterbacks Patrick are getting That be taking me out. Caucasian people, white America, come to the camera. This is what I want to tell y'all. Don't tell me that white privilege ain't will and all these white quarterbacks who can't play no football got a job. I'm so serious. But y'all know I ain't being racist. Paston Lynch, he was a first-round pick by the Broncos, yep. and he cut. And they 0-3. They let you know how trash he is. But wouldn't no black man get that opportunity? Well, wouldn't no black man get that and opportunity? And they're going to recycle them because now with the quarterback position, once you have the Teddy Bridgewaters coming in and doing what he's doing in New Orleans, being able to Say perform, that. and the Saints see the Cowboys this week, they see him Sunday on Sunday Night Football at 720. You don't want to have to pay Kirk these Cousins, people. Say that. You don't want to have to pay these people. Um, and that's just the reality of the situation. So quarterbacks are demanding the type of capital that they're re- re- demanding now as the highest played person on the field. What happens when you have to to pay when you have to pay Cam Newtons and the Bridgewaters and the Dad Prescotts? You want to pay Aaron Rodgers. You want to play Kirk Cousins no, got paid. Take him out of there. But I'm just saying, in gen- but I'm just saying in general, but, it's okay because that's what the standard had always been up until Russell Wilson's quarterback, until Russell William Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl. Doug Williams was the only African American quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Do you see how long? The Super Bowl. Do you see how long of a time frame that was, where a lot of these rosters refused to even have them on the score? Like they refused to play you in that position. You may have been great here, but you know what? You come into the NFL, you can't play that position. So it is the mindset of the owners, and people can say whatever they want. It is the it's a mindset. Cam Newton kind of uh, throwing me off. Like, I'm all for the black man, but I, I think Cam is going through things, and I think sometimes they need yeah, to do somebody going through him. Well, you know, some of the what he put, he he looks like a black woman. Um, from, but here's the thing, here's the thing. He look like Weezy Jefferson. He don't just look like a black there woman. There you go. 
Andrew Luck did something that some of the rest of them need to do. Sometimes you need to take a year off. Mental health is real. And these jobs. You think he took the year off? You think he done? I think sometimes people need to go take a break. Yeah. Because the reality of the situation is you're on these jobs, just like on a regular job, you would go out on medical leave. They need to, and that's the thing with the CBA. They need to make sure that the CBA is doing their part. You know, the NBA is a little different now. Dame, um, Kevin Love, they've all discussed mental health. Adam Silver actually cured. Well, he has no choice because traditionally it's been something that was, I mean, you, you get could, a stigma on you. You could not care. You could not care. Like the, like, I'm just being honest. But they can't take medication. So do you, do you understand what I'm saying about but people? But in the NFL, you can? You can in any of the no, leagues because they'll test positive. But in the NBA, in the NBA the, Adam Silver at least tries to care. He does. You can look at Adam Silver's face. And they also have a stronger players. Union. Union. You, yeah. So he he is more compassionate. I, I give him that. But the reality of if football players are supposed to be tough, right? I don't see. What's McCollum's smile or laugh? Who? Uh, Dave, uh, Roger Goodell. Slave Master Goodell. There's a variety think. of reasons for that. So I just think that with with what we're seeing, especially in basketball, with players coming out being big enough to say, I've had to address my mental health. Remember, there's been a couple of football players that have died. There's been those that committed suicide. Junior Seahawks, we know the head injuries. We're looking at situations where these players, and they can't take medicine, right? Yeah. Because of the competitive edge. You're test, you testing positive for Adderall when you're trying to focus. And Adderall, is it does help you focus. It gives yeah. you a competitive advantage. But if you're ADHD... You're gonna have some problems. That's a performing enhancement drug. Now, that's the one thing that gets me in the Depre- even even with the, the the medicine that they use for depression. These players are really dealing with like these people got bills. Like we we talking about real life bills. We, Jerry Jones on a whole lot of something. Don't nobody test him. So Jerry Jones is able to do whatever it is that he does. Still run a Cowboys. Still cheat on his wife. Go have plastic surgery and do whatever it is that he does. How you know Jerry Jones cheated on his wife? You know Jerry Jones had a scandal that went away too not too long ago. Remember that he had mm. the girl. I remember that. Mm. I don't even know how they Jerry all have scandals. Like they that. go away. They get drunk like the the one in uh, Indiana uh, with the with the Colts with Indianapolis. They do all kinds of things. So these players are now dealing with the fact of you make the most money. You are the breadwinner in your entire family on both sides. People that you don't know, people that you don't like. And one thing I realized about men, men are easier to manipulate and make feel bad about things. So some of these people that they don't know, some of these people they don't like, you're footing bills because people can go to the media on you. People can expose your family secrets. You're paying for this person and that person. Uh-huh. And then you get these kids. and you, So you got all these kids, and you got this baby mama, this baby mama, this baby mama. So you're paying for stuff over here. That, 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 now, that's the thing. Now, I always said I'd be like Boost, but no. Mm-mm. I thought about it, bro. The the problem with having a bunch of baby mamas, them, them females, I ain't say to be where those women going to be in your pockets, okay? And you can't do more for one than you can the other. Which means right? you got a lot of stress. Whole lot of stress. So you got to be at football on time. You got to work out on time. You got to eat a certain way. You need to pay for a trainer. You need to pay for a chef. You need to take care of your mama house. You need to take care of your daddy who didn't even raise you and don't even like you house. You need to take care of your, you looking out for your auntie because now your mama didn't bankroll you into making you feel bad because her sister ain't got no money. And then the church need money. And then this person need money. And so I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying as a person, as human, and I look at my life sometimes where I'm like, you know what? I need to fall back and go to sleep. These are people that, what am I supposed to be doing? So all this is going on in my head. I got women sliding in my DM just because they can. 
I got dudes sliding my DM just because they can. Because this is what be going on. So I be listening to a lot of other shows, and these dudes really be out here sliding other dudes DMs. So I was telling, I was telling the other day, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of dudes that we gonna find out later. Like dudes, they be sliding people DM, and what they said was, "Shout out to Jason Lee of Hollywood Unlocked." He said he be sliding people DM. Sometimes they respond, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they see him face to face and shoot him down. But it is what it is. People really, I mean, it's a lot. Hey, fellas, don't slide my DM. It's a lot, and some of these men be battling you don't slide with their right sex. Class, home plate, and not touch the bag. You out? <laughs> what you, what out. you say? Cam Newton walking around looking like Weezy Jefferson, and I ain't being funny, you know. And I'm all for fashion, and I feel like. They're doing great things, but but Cam taking it a bit far. Like the I don't know what's scarf, going on with head Cam hair. Like if he tell if he I didn't even see his hair. I just see the scarf. I, I over. just don't know what's going on. It's definitely he going through. He something. be looking like a white woman uh, that live in New York. Got a head scarf on, trying to hide with his glasses. Yeah, like she's trying to hide from the paparazzi. Mm-hmm. The struggle real right now for Cam. It's the the struggle real, and the reality of the situation is for these athletes. Sometimes you need to be big enough to step back. You need to put your money and get it together, right? And we need to watch the stress we invite into our lives. I'm, I'm watch here, the stress we invite. I'm here for you being your, your, uh, yourself, and you know, but I'm here for him being yourself too. But you know, make sure uh, you know who yourself is. Breaking news, like we just really important, and on the one person over here with me. Breaking news: Andre Iguodala said he would not report to the Grizzlies until they get a contract done. Breaking okay. news: Would you report? Huh? Would you report to the Grizzlies? Not as a veteran player, <laughs> unless I just want to mentor young players. No, so Mike, you Conley gotta... play. Mike Conley, they best player. Mike Conley not good to me. That's me though. I never thought Mike Conley was good. And you're not reporting, so I'm not mad at him. He got a book. He making more money selling that book than he. Go. He can go play in the big three. Yeah, just, the NBA be tripping on that. Them older players like Sean Lister. Sean Lister probably finna go play in the big three. It's less beat down on your body You got more time to do what you want to do Entrepreneur yeah. activities yeah. You connected with Ice Cube LL Cool J People who been getting to the money Who can teach you some new strategies uh, Steph is doing TV LeBron got the, TV We totally got our topic by accident But we still talking about sports Yeah I mean the the rest of the NFL games are Like okay for the Texas fan The Texas The Texas really, won too yesterday You know what I'm saying The Texas They beat Jacksonville No That was last week Last week they beat somebody It's on my thing Chargers Chargers There you go 27-20 I had it, on my, I had it written you down You did You did I ain't get to look at the numbers But you know With the Houston Texans I said it last year I said the same thing again You got one of the top five receivers In the NFL mm-hmm. You got one of the top five Best young quarterbacks In the NFL You got a bright future An extremely bright future The only problem I see As far as the Texans go Is they the Texans And that's it They the Texans Eventually What does that mean? Eventually, they're going to show their true colors. But the moment Deshaun Watson coming to his own, Cowboy fans, I need to be in trouble. I just want to let y'all know. I watch a lot of sports. I watch a lot of football. I watch college football. Alabama is one of those teams that most teams play them be scared. The only team, there's only two teams that I look at college football and say, when they see Alabama, they're not scared. Three, LSU, but they still roll LSU sometimes. Mm-hmm. Georgia. Clemson. Now, I thought Clemson wasn't scared because they had Deshaun Watson. You know, Deshaun Watson legitimately beat Alabama twice in the national championship back to back. Just so happened one the first time Alabama got the onside kick to win the game. Other than that, he had beat them. Well, Kyler Murray beat them too last year, but his de- his defense was solid. Exactly. Okay. So what I'm what I'm saying is though, Deshaun Watson got that it factor. Like, I feel like a healthy Deshaun Watson can beat. 
Tom Brady in Foxborough because what he does as a as a as a quarterback is so and he's intelligent. You know what I'm saying? He, and he put the work in. Now, Houston, Texas fans hate they office. They, they hate they coaches. I don't really know about the play caller. I don't really know. I don't, watch, don't watch the Texas. They boom. I, I hated it. I had to live down there for four. I, I watched the Astros though. What? I will watch the Astros. I, I give me the Astros you? over the Texas. I hate the Texas. Where's Now, Tuve got that stick. You know, uh, Correa got a stick. I think somebody had three home runs yesterday for them. Give me, the t- give me the Astros over the Texas all the day. But I like Deshaun Watson and D-Hop. Of course, now y'all stupid. Why y'all traded Jadavion Clanton for nothing? Hmm, nothing. Y'all gave him up for nothing. Y'all say we just going to give him away. Fourth round, fifth round picks. You ended up with Kenny Stills. He's just an Oklahoma nigga who ain't never produced. But Texans, you know, y'all got a bright future. Well... Since we're talking about football, we was talking about quarterbacks, and we've been talking about what these Texas boys do. Adrian Peterson and the Redskins are looking to face the Bears tonight on Monday Night Football. Now we were talking about those quarterbacks, right? And it's funny because you just you just troll the news and you get right back to what we were talking about. We were talking about these quarterbacks. Are you and talking about the Bears? They well, according to the report on ESPN, the Bears' defense is Super Bowl ready, but it's Mitchell Trubisky. I don't even know why we're having this conversation. And we just talked about the quarterbacks in the league and the fact of if they weren't um, of Caucasian, Caucasian descent, they wouldn't even have jobs. These, these young I mean, literally, we're talking about people who would not have a job. I had to literally just take a walk because she said Mr. Trubisky. They did. That's what the report says on the front page. It took me out. It took, it took me out. Let me tell you why it took me out. Because I was just t- saying this earlier to, to be, Mitchell Trubisky was taking in. The, you got Deshaun Watson on the board, and you got Mitchell Trubisky. And you take Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, the Bears supposed to be sorry. He not ready. We seen we seen week one. What I don't how many points did they score? Cause they not sorry like the Dolphins, but your 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 quarterback can't he he can't produce. Like who wants a quarterback that can't produce? Well. He's 42 of 42 of 72. And remember, Case Keenum is also the Redskins quarterback. And Denver got rid of him, too. So the Trubisky is 42 of 72 with 348 passing yards with one interception. Case Keenum is 56 of 81 for 601 passing yards and five touchdowns. So the numbers. If you play quarterback, you're going to have numbers. I mean, Trubisky don't have no touchdowns, though. I don't think he knows the offense. I'm, 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 look, just like I said last week with Florida, I was glad Felipe Franks got hurt. You know, our backup quarterback came in. He was 20 for 28. He threw two picks, but he was 20 for 28. Some players don't know the offense. Felipe Franks ain't know the offense. Felipe Franks ain't know that if I'm in the red zone, I don't throw the ball away. Like, I feel like Mitchell Trubisky got lucky last year. This year, you scheme for him. Like, every first year, it's easy to play. Not saying it's never easy to be a professional athlete, but your first year, people are not scheming for you like that. They got to know what you t- – year two, that shows who you are. Year two, people game planning for you now. Right. All right. Yeah, you was a quarterback at first, but they ain't probably not a game plan for you. They didn't go watch film for you at Duke. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now they game planning for you. So, I just don't believe Mitchell Trubisky got it. Well, here's the thing that I keep – that I've been telling you for, what, the last 10 years, the fact of – the offense and the idea of staying in the pocket. 
being a quarterback being contained in the pocket. Russell Wilson displayed that yesterday because he's also somebody else with amazing quarterback IQ. Your boy Jameis Winston is too. His his it's not about his it's his quarterback IQ in understanding the game. He was a twenty five to ten loss. I don't want to talk about him. He gets the game, right? Sound like Matt Ryan. But everybody same thing with Matt Ryan. I absolutely believe that Matt Ryan understands I do. But he is a product of an absolute monster playing wide receiver. Correct. He has two great receivers. But at the end of the day, when we go back to with Matt Ryan and so many other quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, what Russell Wilson does, everybody else doesn't have the ability to do. Russell Wilson waited yesterday. Even though they got beat, Russell Wilson normally doesn't get you beat. Mm -hmm. You know, he stays in the pocket. He's not taking unnecessary hits. He's in, what, year eight of his career. So he's not going to take the gambles and the risk, and he's going to slide. Was having this conversation Friday night when I went to see North Dallas in life play. Mm -hmm. Quarterback in life, amazingly talented. Daddy sitting behind me. But listen, daddies and mamas, if your son going to be a quarterback, he needs to go play baseball so he can learn how to slide. Once he slides, anybody touching him getting penalized. Understand. That's what Russell Wilson does. He stays in the pocket, step out of bounds, stays in the pocket, stays contained. Once there's a clear shot to the end zone, then he will body you. When they were second and goal yesterday, he'll body you getting in. Ran open, he saw the open hole. But I can only do what I can do, which helps his quarterback rating, which helps his team. Everybody else has to play their part. Matt Ryan so-so. He is. And that's all that I'm saying about the rest of the young quarterbacks. Who are you watching and studying to become great? Because don't none of them know how to slide. Deshaun Watson, no, uh, that, neither, neither Because one. our boys don't play baseball. Don't know how to slide. I don't know about Patrick. Pat, Patrick Mahomes should know how to slide. He played baseball. He should. Well, his daddy played baseball. But I'm, he's baseball trained. His daddy was a, yeah, his daddy and was a And that's the difference. Yeah. That, is, that is the difference. When you're baseball trained, they get it. Our boys need to learn basically – I can't but be they, mad at you. They for that. grew up seeing Vic slide or none of that. You know what I'm saying? They didn't because they didn't know how to. And that wasn't it was it was body for body, blow for blow, go for what you know. But Michael point, Vick's athletic ability was so much greater than everybody else's on the field. There was nobody running with him. He was running away from you. So that's not where we are because you got defense alignment now that can go get you. We we're playing a different speed yeah, and they've understood be like a receiver pause. You know, they've understood the the angles to cut you off, right? So the defensive intelligence has increased. So if I can understand what angle I need to run at to cut Deshaun Watson off or what Dak is going to do when Dak takes off out of the pocket, what do we say? Studying and scheming. Defensive players are highly intelligent too. People don't understand. They don't For make sure. the kind of money that they do without being that way. So that's what you got to know what the offense is doing. Exactly. The best, it, the best players in the NFL be knowing, they be knowing what's coming. You can't stop everything. But last week I realized that sometimes the angles don't matter because boys had the angle on, on Odell and he erased it. But again, erased, again, we're talking, oh, we're talking another so example like Michael Vick. Those are players that yeah, exceptional talent. You got exceptional talent. He's long. He's stride worthy. That's what he's Aaron trained Donald to do. Is a demon. Like he's Thanos. He, he, he he's inevitable. Like as Drew Brees, as Drew Brees. And you know what, Saints fans? 
For y'all who didn't know who Teddy Bridgewater is, got Teddy Bridgewater, baby. Who is Bridgewater, baby? Not who is Bridgewater, baby. Y'all, y'all probably know who he is now. So that Cowboys, that Cowboys Saints gang gonna be good. I know. I was thinking about having a birthday party during that time. And not only that, you know, it shows us how how good of a coach Sean Payton really is, and I respect him. You know what I like about Sean Payton? Win, lose, or draw, you see emotion. I think a lot of these coaches don't understand. Like, for me, there's a particular coach that I watch, and I've been watching for like three seasons, that crosses their arms, and they stand there. And even if the game is going well, you just like, it's like this blank stare and look. I can't, I couldn't as a player, I, I respect Sean Payton's energy, enthusiasm. I I respect the fact that Pete Carroll got his nose busted yesterday. Um, during, <laughs> but he was still on the sideline. That big ass nose. And that nigga, <laughs> Pete Carroll nose. They were still ass. zooming in on him. But he the, was bleeding. Excitement. Well, they had to like you know butterfly suture him up. Did he go? Did he go over? He was still coaching. He was still coaching. Yeah, Pete Carroll a tough. Man. I not. I, I did he, tell he you was that. Still coaching. Pete Carroll really to me because when Earl Thomas flicked me off and then me fucking out. Earl, Earl Thomas flicked him off as he rolled off last year with a broken leg. It's, it's just, it is what it is. So, I can respect that. You got to have some emotion. Sean Payton has a lot of emotion. Jason Garrett is starting to do more than clap. Not a little bit, just a little bit more. I ain't actually but, got to see a Cowboy game this year yet. That, was, that wasn't taking me out. Well, you get, my you job. get one sad, Sunday. Why I quit my job, boy? You get one Sunday um, with the fact of it's a late game. So you get to see your Cowboys and the Saints. Stop. Don't say my Cowboys. I watch the Cowboys. not my team. You just I watch them? them. Yeah. And I, I want anybody to beat the Saints. Okay. So also. I hope the Dolphins play the Saints and beat the Saints. Probably won't they, happen. They going over 16. I can't wait to see you. Well. So just a, a brief. I was looking. Um, Callum Sutherland. Oklahoma kicker was arrested on public intoxication charges. Um, he was booked after 5 a.m. Saturday. He was released after three three hours later, and he was released. Lincoln Riley, the Cowboys head coach, be stupid. Um, he was he kicks two field goals Saturday when the Sooners beat UCLA. So I guess I'll be watching to see if he gets dismissed from the team because that ain't what the article said. He was just drinking. I mean, he was in jail on intoxication charges. So it's a little bit more than just drinking. He he had a lot of drinks. He don't do nothing but kick. No. Is that what we tolerate now? Hey, right, look. What's his name, Sutherland? Sound like he not black. So we gotta have the same. We gotta keep the same energy. Uh, that means we don't do privileged things then. So you know, let's keep the same don't. energy. Well, and keeping the same energy before I go into entertainment, right? So I went to see. I went to do TT duties this weekend. I went to see the Wolverines Southeast Wolverines out of Pleasant Grove this weekend. I got there in the second quarter, and I kept telling my sister to come on because the game was going to be over. They put up 60 points with a running clock through the third and the fourth quarter, the eight under. That's tough. <laughs> and you know how you look at you in the stands and you saying, and again, I go back to the same point. It may sound like I'm harping, but I really be trying to educate y'all. You ever look down, and this was a Grand Prairie team that they played. They came over to Grand Prairie. They played them at South which we didn't even know South had a football field, but it's literally the practice field because, I mean, it's really, really nice. It's better than a lot of the fields in DISD. Mm-hmm. But the stands, you know, you can tell it was built in like 1965. 
it's hot. It ain't no shade. Ain't no cover up. But I was looking at them daddies on the sideline. And as I went through, I said, my kid couldn't play for none of them because none of them know no football. And so I watched the babies who were small, right? These were small eight-year-olds compared to the Wolverines. I, I have to give them that. They've been playing together since they were probably like four. So they've, they've continued. They've been playing together a while. And they're a traveling team at this point. They're used to practicing. But this eight-year-old team out of Grand Prairie, y'all, the, the kids were small. But they had no clue what was going on. And then I watched him call a timeout at the end of the quarter with seven seconds on a running clock. And I said, self, self, this is why your kid can play for none of these people. It was a running clock. The quarter was about to be over, friend. And you was there how much? It was already 56 points on the board. It wasn't a, It wasn't even a part. And like the, and the whole game, remember I told you this was a running clock. After The whole second half was a running clock. Okay, the clock never stopped. So this was a running clock in the second half. I saw them fumble three times. The little boys weren't even really trying to pick up the ball. Corey, that was for you. But the ball was like loose, so they, you know, they wasting their time if they don't at least pick it up and score. Julia, I watched them not fall on the football. I watched the football hit somebody, and that's how they didn't realize that the ball was live at that point. I just saw a bunch of bad stuff. And I just say to parents, if your kid's team is getting beat 60 to 0 with a running clock in the second and third quarter, your child is not good at football. And nobody was mad. And I'm assuming they didn't know what the score was because it was just bad. And then I saw these daddies who ain't played no football in their life, not even Matt. And these was the ones that wasn't even good at Matt. The four-year-olds had, like, old-school leather helmets on to play flag. I'm like, what? Why? I think they do that now with flag. Well, like no, they, they didn't because the players grow. They had no helmets on. You said players and grow. <laughs> they they probably no can't afford on. that. I'm just telling jokes. They didn't have no helmets on. I don't know. I be, seeing, I be seeing some teams, little league teams, but, again, I, it's the look. Youth sports is different to me now. You know what I'm saying? It just look different. You know what I'm saying? Just, you watch teams, you be like, man. A lot of coaches don't be coached. You got you got talent. Like, that's what a lot of these youth coaches got now. They got talented players, which means you don't, you don't really got to do much. You know what I'm saying? You might call the same four players all game. You don't know ball control, time position. You know, they don't do all that, but I'm not knocking them. I don't I am. got no I'm team. I'm knocking these people. Let me tell y'all something. If y'all baby daddy out here coaching and y'all know he ain't played football even in middle school, Tell him to sit down. Ba- they, it is somebody out here better you know, than the coach. You know the baby daddies be gassing them stories. Y'all are waiting. Ask for a yearbook picture. Ask for some. You listen. Ain't nobody that I've ever dated, ever dated, that played football didn't have a tape. If he ain't got no tape and he can't give me the clicking, the clippings from when he played varsity football and he was in the program or college football, y'all, I'm telling y'all. I ain't never dated nobody, and I date football players. I ain't never dated nobody who, ain't, and other people can't say, yeah, he played X, Y, Z. Everybody who played high school football got a tape. Somewhere. But most, most. And somebody got the tape. You may not have your tape because you could give a shit less. Why well, I had my tapes. I ain't had no clips. I, <laughs> I was on the fucking JV. I ain't got no motherfucking clips. But you got some JV clips at least. Man, that don't 
don't count. But these people ain't playing since middle. Man. These people didn't play in middle school. I, look, you remember? The, you remember the C teams like? No, when I meet a girl the first day, I don't, I don't never talk about I played football in high school. For what? I was on the JV. My senior year, I, I, look, let me tell you. This is how I knew Coach McGuire was full of, he going to tell me to be the best at your position. Bro, I, you want me to go out there for, for kickoff? No, for field goal team. I'm not doing this shit. He was so mad when me one game. Hey, brother, come. I don't care. I was tired of being out there like a dummy. I look stupid. I don't play. You're not going to have me going after the field goal like the rest of the people who don't get to play. My bus don't, nobody on my bus play. Not a soul. Not a soul. I'm not going after. I'm I'm here for the free game. Okay? That's why I came. I see I would be mad while the defense was on the field. Coach Leonard talking to me about, Sean, we over here. I'm not playing. You're not putting me in. Stop talking to me. Let me watch my teammates. I hated that. I used to hate that. Coach Leonard be talking about, we over here, Sean. Because I would be on my knee watching the Cause I wasn't. I knew I wasn't getting in. I started off the year in alternative school. They were never gonna play me. I came back. There's another cup. What was it not? Because I smack him if I see him. Now. It's. I want, I want this put out there. Y'all share this. Aaron Woods. Res, uh, resi- I ain't gonna smack you because that's a threat. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna fire you up when I see you in person. I'm gonna fire them up. Aaron Woods, Razika, and Chris Boyd. Cause he gonna talk about LJ called his mama because he ain't want to play. I still ain't forgetting for that. And you seen your face, so you knew how I felt when he said, "I'm on the feet." He said that LJ Mama been gone since we took my eyes. See, and that's why I go about out of line, took out of eye. line, and out of order. And you deal with NPTC said, Josh Hall, you was on that bus with me. That's why you my guy. Uh, and you know what? Everybody on the bus knew we weren't gonna play. We used to tell Joe because it begin for boy, we finna back here laughing, Joe. I'm. I knew it. I knew, I like, but we ain't go. First day, first day back in prayer, Aaron Woods like, hey, yeah, man, it's right guard spot is wide up. Man, get out of my shoulder, fam. I'm out here to hang out. We be in practice. They be like, give us a look. You want me to be a dummy and just let them block? What? You better not hit me. You be, I'll set it off of here right now. No. Yeah. So, ladies. So, did you not work hard when you came back because you were over it? I knew when I came back from my turn to school, I woke up. Look. The the day the reason I went to alternative school because I didn't even want to play football after my after my sophomore year and I didn't go to varsity like everybody else. I'm like, I'm going to quit. Mama wouldn't let me, right? So after junior year, we had like an exit meeting. And Coach, Coach Leonard going to tell me. I like Coach Leonard, though. He's like, you'll be like a third down line. What? Nigga, what is that? That ain't no third down back. You ain't going to never put a lineman in on the third down. Shut up. I'm an extra tight end. Shut up. Oh, shut up. I was heated. I'm going to drop me. I'm, I was mad. I ain't going to lie. So after that, I ain't care about football no more. I was already done. I knew before then I was done. I knew I wasn't going to play. See, you should have you slimmed down and transferred to defense. That, nah, bro. Then again, you got to remember, I was I I also didn't work hard. Now, just put it out there. Just put it out there. Oh, I ain't going to lie. Being honest. I ain't, and that's what, and all you did was brought me to the point of these other daddies who really don't even know football because they wasn't good at Madden. This is what I continue to go back to. So at the end of the ah, day, Josh, you, hello, hello. Josh, I said Coach Gina told him he was the emergency guy. Oh. You know. They was, and they was playing with us, Josh. And you should have just said you ain't going to never play. That's like, look, even at Ennis, even at Ennis, bro, even at Ennis, Nelson was like, heard of something. I had to go in for the first drive. Boom. Drill, take out, get a big play. Three plays. They t- I'm like, bro, he came off my butt. That was my hole. Like, that was my but hole. But had been used to playing and coming off your oh, holes see, anyway. We ain't going to talk about that. We ain't going to talk about that. But I'm just saying. But the reality is we also know, listen, 
I'm not going to even talk about City Hill ISD and, and, and what they do. But what I am going to say is I, love coaches. I, go, I go back to the fact of these daddies out here who did not play in middle school because Big there were a lot of people that played in youth league, right? Yeah. You played football from small. We were out there from small. I cheered from small. I know that some of those people by middle school did not play anymore. You didn't make the team. And you went on and did whatever you did with your life. And I'm not saying that you don't know some football, but I'm just saying a lot of these people don't know any football. And, ladies, if a man tell you he played football and he don't got no tape and he don't got no little miss jacket and he don't at least got a picture. Most men from Dallas don't know sports. And some uniforms. Let me tell you, we asked, we asked if me and B asked to do about two years ago. I like, man, who you think the top five point guards in the league are? I swear for God he said Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby where? I swear for God he said Mike. Okay. He was throwing out names that we was like, who you talking about? Darren Williams. He's like, what? Like, me and be like, he's done. I was looking for uh, Kyrie, John Wall, Kimball or something, Russell Westbrook. He didn't say none of them. None of the top. And at that point, I knew Dallas men don't be knowing sports. I went to college with them. They don't know what they talking about. They don't. They don't. They don't. And the ones I talk to, you know, so be a woman and have that conversation, I'm done. I just can't talk to people who don't know. And that's the same thing about these men who coach that just don't know. You don't know football. You you know, at that point, when the game's – so here's a tip, right? Here's a football coaching tip. When the clock is running and you're already losing, just tell your team on kickoff, let the ball go in the end zone. Yeah. Move away from it. Don't let it touch you. Because you're obviously not that good, and they're not running it back. Move away from the ball. What's it the end zone is – you know, they Exactly. So why are you going to it? And they you don't want them to tackle you in the end zone. Leon Lit. You know, so just you know, just some information for y'all to take with you as free game. So also I wanted to talk about really quickly. I'm gonna give y'all a quick rundown of the movies and then I do wanna close out with something important. So Rambo came out Friday, last blood. I ain't laughing at that. You, hey, Corey, that's what they were trying to sell us on, though, boy. I'm telling Joker you. comes out October 4th. Oh, man, I can't wait. Dolomite is my name is released on October 4th on Netflix with Eddie Murphy. Popping. Gemini Man, starring Will Smith, releases on October the 11th. Can't wait. Who want to go see it? Terminator, Dark Fate, all of these old movies, November 1st. D- old movies? What you I talking? mean, they're bringing them back. Yeah. Terminator's old. Uh, they released Frozen trailer today for Disney. I ain't seen one. So they released that. Harriet comes out November 1st, as in Harriet Tubman, for those of you who didn't get it. So we're going to get an underground railroad. Who Harriet? I don't know who she is. I know Janae, uh, Janae, Janae Monet is I bet she's going to be an African woman. They don't give black people jobs. And Queen and Slim is what I'm actually waiting on that preview during the BET Awards. Is that the black dude and the black It's kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde remix type they thing. Killed, they killed the cop. They killed the cop. And that comes out November 27th. So that comes out November twenty seventh. Um, there are some Jordans. On Thursday. I, that's that's Thanksgiving then, on Dally. No, I think it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Is it Thursday? I, I don't think it's Thursday. November twenty seventh. That's the day y'all need. That's my birthday. It really don't matter unless you're my girlfriend. Then it matter. Then it matter. Well, Air Jordan 12 retros, white, dark gray, and yeah. gym red drop on December 21st, ladies. Um, Merry Christmas to your bae. They won 90, so get your money up. Um, that's a note to myself. Dear well. few, whoever whoever think they my girlfriend, Christmas, Jordan's, well, how much was they? 190. Before tax. 12s. So they're going to be 205. Yeah, retro white, dark gray, and gym red. Um, so 
Also, real quick, if you don't know, you have iTunes. You can go download Ride That featuring Lil Wayne, the Hot Boy Reunion, Wayne, Baby, Join Juvie on the track. I did find out the other day. I was listening to um, my girl, Ayala Banzant, Fix Your Life. Turk is out of jail as well. So I wonder if we're going to get a whole Hot Boy Reunion. Turk been out of jail since I was in Houston. Well, I didn't know that, you know, who cares? I didn't know. Turk been out of jail. I don't know if he makes music. You really can't get the hot, he do. I, I didn't. I but don't Turk understand. never really went hard. He was just—he was a hot boy. Yeah, yeah. He was a twenty-one-year-old hot boy at the time he went to jail. He would—he would a hot boy. That, you know, so his story just, is crazy. I bet all his story is crazy. His story is crazy. So that's that. So other music. Right, the one that don't tell you to stop eating the swatter. <gasps> and then the, um, the trial, the Amber, the Amber Guyer trial has started in Dallas as well. Uh, the police officer, the Dallas police officer that killed Botham Jean in his home in the Southside Flats. That is going on, so we will be keeping you up to date on that, as well as two things dealing with the same topic. Demi Moore is releasing her new tell-all memoir, um, Inside Out. Demi talks about how she was raped at 15 Mm. by a man that her mother knew that he told her that her mom, he basically raped her for $500. So... Those are conversations, I think, that just keep recirculating around me here lately. That people want to ignore that these things happen, that mothers actually trade their children. And that's why I believe that all mothers are not good mothers. Because trade your children. they... People really do this. This is real. And that's the best thing that I can tell you. For people who want to act like it's not. And, well, kids belong with their moms. All kids don't belong with their moms because some people's mamas ain't shit. For real. That's just the reality of the situation. I hate to be like that. But we've got to be mindful of who we have kids with because your kids are in situations that you don't even know exist. So much so that T.I. and Tiana Taylor went back and did a, a mini movie from T.I.'s, two T.I. songs on his 2008 album Dime Trap where he talks about the numbers that are so alarming. One out of every 10 sexual assault survivors will never tell. In the state of Georgia alone, 3,600 minors are sold into sex traffic, sex slavery every year um, in the state of Georgia. And Tiana Taylor and T.I. did a mini movie. Have mm-hmm. you seen it? No, I ain't seen it, but I've seen the previews for it. So in the mini movie, he does the songs You and Be There, and they discuss sex trafficking, sexual abuse against males, suicide, And they talk about how people of power, such as pastors, do these things and go without being prosecuted. See, now this didn't stop you. That's why I have no problem with the church, but I don't got to go to church to get to heaven. So I ain't running to it. I'm going to keep it G with you. I'm not running to church because I don't got to go to church to get to heaven. Okay. Secondly, I know that ain't even a word. Secondly, why? I don't, nobody got... I always used to think my mama did too much. But she was protecting my booty hole. I'm I'm thankful for Facts. my mama. Okay? Your parents supposed to do a lot. Your parents supposed my mama used to watch us like a hawk. Yeah, I'm here. You don't even know I'm here, but I'm here. <laughs> she needs that. You you your pa- parents, your kids are supposed to be your main priority until they're adults, until they are able to protect themselves. I am grateful my mama watched me like a hawk. I used to hate it when we was little kids and we'd be a child. I'd be a child game. And you couldn't play. She, I couldn't play. I got to sit right here. And as my mama was, it's out. And I want my wife to Or be how you hated time. going in the girls' bathroom. Oh, my. You were probably about four years old and like, you bro, I, could identify already that, like, I don't basically want to go to the bathroom with y'all, but you knew that we, me and me and my sister would get you. So that's what you was told to do. But realistically, 
as we tell the boys now, like, I can't, I can't know what's going on in the boys' bathroom. And it literally takes, I know, cool. it literally takes one minute. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. here you are violated with an experience that you can never take back. So although you would like to send your seven and eight year olds in the bathroom, they cannot protect themselves. Same thing about girls. And in this video, you know, they were outside playing. That's the setting. And the little boy committed suicide after the preacher had sexually assaulted him. And they watched the preacher not be prosecuted. So you guys really should go in and check out the new mini video. It is chills. Chills will come across your spine, especially because T.I. is doing it. And Tiana Taylor is also showing her talent as far as her production ability. It is a topic that we don't want to talk about, and we've been talking about Me Too. But in this video, they show the sexual assault on young men. That's the area of prevalency that they're discussing. They show sex trafficking, how so many young girls get into drugs. You, you are, this is between home, right? So when they say these young black girls are missing, where do you think these young black girls go? They're getting sold into sex trafficking. We will never See find I mean. them until they're able to find an escape. And this is so real right here at home. Big facts. Cool. And the reality is I cannot understand John's. Okay. I don't understand what it is about you as a man or a woman because everybody is, is idiots in our society now. That makes you want to sleep with somebody that you know is drug-filled and they're not a willing participant in this behavior. You're sexually assaulting and violating children. So, for sex trafficking takes place, if you're sleeping with prostitutes that are minors, it is sex trafficking. You are just as guilty as the person that's holding them captive. This is real. So when you are sending your kids to school, when you are, I mean, there needs to be somebody in the neighborhood that can drive through. There needs to be one parent that's watching the bus. You see, you watching see, the bus. The driver. community has changed, and that's the problem. Because my kid can't nobody tell my kid nothing, and these kids are being taught that. Like can't nobody say nothing to me at home. But you know what? I, I look. I remember being in high school, tenth grade. It was two. It was two boys. I ain't know they started fighting down the street from me, mom's house. I stopped it. Not for no other reason. Like, man, come on, y'all need to be doing this. Now, of course, I used to be fighting, and if somebody would try to stop me, I don't know if they would stop me or not. But you know, as a man who tries to hold people accountable, you want to see young black men do better. Right? But if you just saw an African American male that you thought I may have to fight him, you may have thought about it. And that's that's the but thing I about just, our accountability. I'd be, I be just like, hey, man, come on. I, yeah, I try to defuse situations. Yeah. But this, the problem with I feel like as an adult. Even even now, I'd be like, man, come on. Y'all really want to do that, bro? Somebody going to go to jail. Somebody going to get hurt. Y'all, y'all both going to get time with somebody out here recording. Do y'all really want to get in trouble about this? I'm going to be a man regardless of what others think. You know what I'm saying? But the problem with old people is they want to point. Now y'all look, y'all young. No, I'd be like, man, come on. There's a different way. Now, and kids, what I realize every day. They receive it differently. And kids haven't been taught at home. That's just that. I'm they just, haven't. People, and they want somebody to teach them. They do. They don't want people telling them this is Ooh, bad, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. Let me tell y'all something. Right? My mama was nosy. As my brother just said, Say said again, she was Josh. in she went everybody's business. My mama was like, see, if you was walking home, my mama was at home in the middle of the day. You didn't know where she was going to pop up. You didn't know where she was going to show up. You better not been on the block where you wasn't supposed to be because she didn't seen you. She's going to tell She didn't seen you, and she's going to probably check you because she know you, and she's going to be like, did your mama know you was X, Y, Z? So you're probably going to go tell because you're afraid she's going to tell. 
I am that adult. If I see you, girl or boy, and if I see anybody that looks like a creep, I'm rolling up on you because that is our job in society is to protect. Black, white, yellow, green, it does not matter. If you sitting around being a creep where I see some kids, I'm coming for your throat. I don't care if By they any white, means Hispanic, necessary. Indian, I don't care if they got habas on their head. Any means necessary. If I see you looking, looming, creeping, I will run you over with my car. Y'all, and, and when I tell you, you got to go back to teaching these kids because they're grabbing these kids off the street. Yep. That's how they get them into sex trafficking. We've got to go back to teaching our kids that you come together, you lead together. Your kids should not be, be walking fixed, home right. by themselves. Your daughters nor your sons. Mm-hmm. They Kirk, molest little boys. Kirk, before you walked to me, Mama house, your parents had to know you was there. Except for them nights when we were doing what we weren't supposed to. Except for them nights. And she was probably back there in the bedroom and didn't that know. That was cool. Nah, uh, I, I, I was, was No, you. no, no. One night, me and Donnie went back to her to shut the door. She said, don't touch my door. That's all she said. <laughs> I ain't even said. Me and Donnie, shut up. She said, don't touch the door. Go back to the front. Donnie was the best. Me and mom, don't touch my door. She was okay. She didn't care what was going on. Didn't nobody come up missing or hurt. We was in the house. She didn't care. So. But you wasn't going to close that door because then she couldn't hear what was, was going, going on, on in her house? She didn't but know that's what was going but on. that's the reality of it. And so I'm just I'm just giving it some public service announcement. Y'all better leave these kids alone when I'm in sight because I ain't playing with y'all like that. I in the bathroom, walking to the bathroom. I ask little kids, "Where's your mommy? Where's your daddy?" That means you need to go get back to them. Quit letting your kids run around the store by themselves. Quit letting your I kids remember. run around by themselves Quit because there's a creep run. waiting to to take advantage of that. Yeah. So and they got social media. So some of these creeps done seen these girls. Stalked them. Yeah. Followed them from school on these uh, snuggle by fly whatever these girls was telling us the other day. Meeting people from Florida and sh- like it's just the world is different, guys. If you guys have something you want to tell us, let us know. This is your girl Candy K. It's your boy Shawtan Shawty K. <laughs> Pull up.